On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. And a very good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Sunday edition of High Tide. Five minutes going on six minutes after four. And hope you enjoyed the big blow. If you're thinking of heading out today, you might want to think again. Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay are going to be looking this way. Quite gusty in in brief, really, on to, for the remainder of the day. Suddenly 20 to 30 knots, decreasing to 15 to 25 knots before dawn then decreasing to about 10 knots by this evening. The seas, even in Pitwater and Botany Bay, will be 1 to 2 metres, decreasing to 0.5 during the morning. Offshore's looking a little bit sporty too, if you're thinking of heading out there. It's reading up this way, suddenly 20 to 30 knots, reaching up to 35 knots inshore early in the morning. Winds tending, tending southeast to southwesterly, 15 to 20 knots before dawn, then uh, northerly 10 to 15 knots later in the afternoon, the seas, two to three metres, decreasing to one to 1.5 during the morning, then decreasing to one metre around about midday. The second, the first swell will be a northerly at one to two metres, decreasing to around one metre during the morning. Second swell out of the south at one metre. Currently at the moment, I can tell you on pit water, it's 10 to 15 on the wind, gusting about 22. And the wind, Alan Blake from Blake's Marine, as we bid you a very good morning, is a beautiful balmy 180 on the clock at the moment. It's coming straight up from the south. How are you, sir? I'm good. Sound like an old sailor. You're a bit moppy there, so just move the mic away a little bit. Ah, uh, moppy. I don't want to be moppy. Yeah, well, that's what Dan said. You're moppy. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no, moppy. no. Sounds like sound, uh, exactly right. It just sounds a little bit. The, the air's hitting a little bit hard. But morning, Grant. Good to see you out in the water enjoying yourself. So it's going to be a different show this morning. Uh, just to the tides first. High seven oh one a.m. one point six three. A low one point. Three, sorry, a low at 1.35pm, 0.53, and a high that's open to 7.21.33. But seeing you're not in the studio, we've got Steve Bowler in the studio with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, listeners. It's such an exciting time of year, isn't it? Just was that close to Christmas, you can smell the gingerbread and all that sort of good stuff and the plum pudding and, oh, can't wait, can't wait. And... Uh, Time to get some retail therapy, and we actually, uh, Shambler and I, dropped into uh, Mo Tackle on the way down yesterday and had a cheeky look at their five-dollar lure wall and bought a, a few <laughs> things for for ourselves for uh, for uh, Christmas. So we're we're um, very much uh, looking forward to a, a really good Christmas. And uh, I heard a uh, a sneaky rumor that there's uh, plenty of stock for for those with. Uh, 
you know, bigger things on the Christmas budget uh, horizons uh, at uh, Blake's Marine. There's, you know, Stasis in stock and all that sort of good stuff. Yeah, and there's, we've got plenty of boats at the moment. It's good. There's Stasis, there's Bar Crushers. No North Banks at the moment. <laughs> They're a bit hard to get. But uh, Rabalos and Chaparral. So, yeah, give us a call, 457 see if we can help you out. We've got a couple of spots before Christmas. Not much. It's a push to get everything out. Yep. We've actually backed off on doing service work to be able to get the boats out. So Fair enough. We're Fair trying enough. to do but, that forever. Uh, you know, you want to get a, a serious fish in, in January, then now's the time to get your, your boat lined up for Yeah, sure. we, will, we will be closed uh, from the 23rd till the 2nd of January. There you go. Because the problem so. is, after COVID now, you can't get enough staff. And you've mm. got to give the staff some time off. They burn out otherwise. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. But, uh, yeah, that's all right. In my day, they'd work all all through Christmas and well, New Year's, and they'd be grateful. But, uh, <laughs> we used to work, walk to work in the snow with our no shoes on, and we were absolutely it. delighted about the. Hey, Blake, was, you wonder uh, people's expectations in the lead up to Christmas. Uh, you, do you get many people to come through the front door and say, "Yeah, I'd like to buy a boat." When do you need? Oh, by the weekend. Ah, uh, yes. And it, I've noticed over the last 30-odd years, everyone used to plan in advance. Now, with electronics and the internet and things like that, it's, I want it now. Hmm. <laughs> I want it now. I've had a boat there and a motor there to try to I'll have it this afternoon, thank you. You know you won't. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like everybody else. People don't want to wait now. It's, I want it now, straight away. Hmm. Now, listeners, the, the reason it takes so long is because every boat from Blake's Marine is set up properly on the trailer, so it's going to go on and go off easily and, and work properly. The engine's going to be at the right height. You're not going to have cavitation and all that sort of nonsense. It's going to be set up right. You can... Um, yeah, buy a boat off the side of the road, but you'll be buying yourself a headache. Yeah, it's You're better off getting professionals to do it. I've, you know, I talked to a few other people I know in the industry, and they say, oh, we could set a boat up in three or four hours. Really? Mm. And then you work out by the time you put in the trailer, adjust the trailer properly, put the motor on it, set it up, water test the boat, do all that. Even the water testing takes three or four hours if, yeah. if it's done properly. So you can't set it up. It's a couple of days' job. So, you know, if you do it right, the customer's going to enjoy the boat. If it's done wrong, they're not going to be happy. Exactly. You don't don't want to uh, have Christmas ruined with a um, poorly set up boat. That's the last thing you want. We're lucky now. We're selling boats to people and they'll come in, the young fellas or the young girls will come in and say, well, yeah, my grandfather bought a boat off, my father bought a boat off you. Mm Mm-hmm. Time for us to have a boat now. So that's that's what you'd like because they've been happy and you're looking after all that through their boating life. Yep. So I do like that. Steve, but you and I know, Steve, you and I know that's exactly, and I'm not saying this because Alan's sitting, you know, opposite you, but that's what you expect from, from Blake's Marinas. And I said way back when I first started on the show that if you if you want a boat, you go to Blake's Marine simply because everybody that works there is happy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But look, we still have our muck-ups. <laughs> I still get upset with the staff every now and again, and myself, but uh, we try to minimise them and look after the customers. Yeah. Steve, you know how he takes the mickey out of me on the show? I can I confirm now. He absolutely, he, Alan loves me. He rang me last night because he knows I'm sitting out on my pick doing a, uh, doing a anchor test this weekend. And he rang me to see if I was okay. He can yeah. stir me, but he loves me. I'm a caring, understanding 90s type. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, if your uh, anchor was uh, going to hold yesterday, then it's going to hold in just about anything because uh, she was blowy yesterday i was sort of surprised on the way down yeah. you know when we uh sort of got into casino there mm-hmm. and, and uh, came down 
yeah, just seeing the the movement in the trees and so forth, and then seeing when you get to coughs, you see the ocean <laughs> properly and the amount of uh, white caps and so forth out there. It's like, mm, it's a yuck old day out there on the water. You yeah, know, some gr- days you drive into coughs and you just your tongue's hanging out your head and you're like, oh, I wish I was out there right now. Yesterday was not one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> Driving past going, I'm so glad I'm not out there right now. Grant, has uh, Kim out there with you? She is, yes. She's, oh, she's done very well. It was a really bumpy night. We, oh, it's not bumpy. You're a sook. It's not bumpy at all. I placed myself in a pretty exposed uh, area for the whole purpose of doing the anchor test. And I had the anchor alarm on. And I, the, the great news is... I'm I'm sitting in about uh, three metres of water at the moment. It's a mud bottom. So when I pull the anchor up, I get a free pedicure, uh, not a pedicure, a facial. I get the a facial, free mud facial. Mud everywhere, yes. Pick up. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. at least it's not particularly smelly mud. It's, you know, just reeks. Yeah. That, that would be ordinary. Yeah, see, one thing you wouldn't have is an anchor wash yeah. on the bow of my big boat. I, I mm. turn a clutch pump on mm. and it washes the chain as it comes up. Very Much nice. nicer. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I do have a I do have a little pump that I can just run a hose over the side into the uh, salt water and and, and yeah, that'll wash work. the. That's what you want. Uh, have a salt. Yeah, it, it'll it'll work fine. Uh, interesting one though. We were we were sailing down pit water to to take our left to head down towards Patonga yesterday, and Kim said to me, she said, "Great, there's something in the water there. What do you think that would be?" I said, that would be a bull shark, my dear. <laughs> it's a great big bull shark cruising its way down the main channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some, some uh, big ones in there. There always has been. And, uh, yeah, it sort of surprises me you see people, you know, taking their dogs down there and throwing sticks out for the dogs and things like that. Oh, you sort of just yeah. go, oh, that's the last thing I'd she, do. She didn't want to go for a swim when you got to anchor after that? Oh, no, no, no. She was out of that. But there, there were people out there winds, you know, on windsurfers because yeah. when those big storms came through, the first thing mm. they did yep. was get out their windsurfers. If you could have seen the size of that shark, my friend, you'd be back on your boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, it's just a risk you take when you go on the water. That's just a fact of life. That's why when you go Absolutely. to the beach, you swim between the flags mm. and mm. Um, there is protected swimming areas around the place. Yeah, but you know, bull sharks worry not, me not more than uh, bull sharks worry me more than uh, white pointers and so forth. Because you know that with a white pointer, if you're snorkeling around and so forth, like it hits you and you're you're dead. You don't know what what <laughs> the has others hit don't you. kill you. <laughs> Whereas uh, the bull sharks sort of gnaw on you and just chew, so you're aware for that. You know. Three or four minutes. That would be an ordinary way to go. Like, I don't think people oh, like either. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah my yeah. plan is to uh, you know suffocate under a mound of Victoria's Secret models. No, but, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, Does yeah. there a specific number involved? Oh, look, I'm not greedy. You know, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve, it's a modern thing nowadays to video it, so if you need a hand, I've got a camera. <laughs> Here you go. And that, I think, hey, hang I on, guess, hang on. Let's take a break <laughs> after that. Let people think about that for a minute. Back soon. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Oh, what I call the Talking Sport Melbourne Cup. What's the distance? 100 metres. No. Uh, handicap conditions. Seriously, old blokes and calves and hammies, it, it's uh, just nut. Nah. Graham, no. I'm not spending the night in hospital, no. No chance. There goes your market, Honda, all right? Oh, jeez, you'll have to, I don't know, have to invent something else now. That's down the tube world, isn't it? Weekdays from three. Simplest way is, you know, in the 80s, 90s and early 2000, everything was like you've done cocaine 
know you've done this, you've done that. And these days they run around with the, oh, no, no, he's, it's uh, metabolite that bends a lot of line. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Jesus. Can I just quickly send a cheerio to, uh, not that he's listening, because he runs the London Stock Exchange, Michael Liner, great Wallaby former. Um, just pulling that one out. Uh, Michael Liner running the London Stock Exchange. He does. He's a CEO. Um, so and it's a fair job. wonder why we call him the top. Anyway. 13, 12, 69. Talking sport. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function staff on 960. Six seven zero double eight double eight. Two SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake and Steve Bowler in the studio. Grant's online with us this morning. Update on the weather just came through at 4.10am. Hasn't really changed that much. Southeast to southwesterly, 10 to, sorry, 15 to 20 knots. Tending north to northeasterly, 10 to 15 knots in the late afternoon. Seas 1.5 to 2.5, decreasing to around 1 at midday. Dual swell northeastly 1 to 1.5, decreasing to around 1 during the morning. Second swell southerly around 1 metre and cloudy. And if we go up north, morning Laurie McAnally, northerly 15 to 20, turning northeasterly in the early afternoon. Seas 1 to 1.5, decreasing to 1 during the morning, then increasing 1.5 during the afternoon. Swell northeastly below 1 metre inshore, increasing 1 to 1.5 metres offshore during the morning. And I better do, soon we're going to speak to Bradley, uh, the Hunter Coast area, south to southwestly, 10 to 15, shifting north to northeastly early in the morning. Winds are reaching up to 20 knots inshore during the morning. Seas around 1 metre, increasing 1 to 2 south of Port Stephens. There's dual swell northeastly, 1 to 1.5, decreasing around 1 metre around midday. 
Second swell south to southwesterly around one metre. I always love a southwesterly swell. Good morning, Bradley. How are you? From Good morning, Alan. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You slept in yesterday. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we all do that. We all do that. Yeah. Hey, do you often get a southwesterly swell up there? Oh. <laughs> Not that often. That one, eh? Yeah. I always love that south to southwesterly swell. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm hearing you. <laughs> How's the fishing been up there at Lake Macquarie? Yeah, it's not too bad. The um, In the lake itself, around the sand islands and the channel, has been really, really good catches. There's some nice quality of whiting uh, lately. There's sort of, yeah, been a lot of good whiting. There's a few um, played out in the channel, and like there's a lot in the lake at the moment. But And then uh, there's a few jewfish, but they've sort of been... A little bit hit and miss the last sort of week they have anyway. Yeah. So that hasn't been as sort of good as what they have been anyway, the Jewfish, but they're still around there, catching them still, but just not like they have been. And then, um, yeah, the offshore fishing at the moment is pretty good at the moment, that's for sure. There's a lot of um, really, really nice water, and I think it's going to be really good for marlin fishing. We caught a black marlin last weekend. Oh, okay. Our, yeah, first one, and it was sort of first week of... December, to, it was about 60 kilos, so that was pretty early to catch a black marlin around here, it is anyway. So. It doesn't matter about the size, but it's the fact of getting one on the board. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, yeah, no, that was a that was a good catch it was for us, and then, um, yeah, I think there's going to be quite a few, like, striped marlin and blue marlin around by the looks of the water out there, so, so nice, and the quality of the water's absolutely magnificent, so, yeah, it'll be a good fishing out there and then the um the bottom fishing it's sort of been you, c- you catch a feed all day every day but it's sort of you're working hard for your fish at the moment you are anyway but i think it'll change and get a little bit better there but we're still catching a few nice squire and some traglin and flathead but i think they would come on the bite a bit more at the moment anyway especially after a little bit of a southerly today as well will sort of help them a lot yeah, question, when you do a, a, a offshore charter to go marlin fishing, you take, I don't know, four or six punters with you, do they have a rotation system or how do you work at who's in the chair or what you're doing? Uh, it's sort of, last week it was, a, you know, it was a birthday you get for one of the boys that okay. was, you know, he was on strike all day, yeah. but normally it's sort of, um, we'll have a rotation system or they can, you know, like sort it out themselves if it's someone's, you know, if it's a bit of an occasion for somebody or, yes. you know what I mean. It's tell, sort of, the tr- tell the full story, Bradley. Tell the full story. What happened when they hooked onto the marlin last week? Oh, well, um, a couple of them got a little bit excited and <laughs> um, when it got a little bit close to the boat and started jumping, they went in, you know, it's like, well, they got a bit worried about it. So a couple <laughs> of them have... Um, Went into the toilet and sort of, um, it's going to be a bit safer in there to watch from the toilet. And, um, a couple of them were trying to get up the ladder to get in the floor and get away from <laughs> And Blakey, I'm told reliably that when they said, let's bring it on board, the captain of the, the skipper of the boat went, oh, no, nah. let's not. <laughs> I, I had a customer years ago had a uh, six metre Pelagian broad built with a pair of 115. Uh, ocean pros on it in those days and he got a 12 foot mako and him and his deckhand decided to bring the thing on board they towed it around mm. for all they said it's dead no thanks so no. they brought it in the back of this broad bill and halfway back to shore it came back to life again and it trashed the inside of the boat yeah. absolutely <laughs> trashed it 
So, uh, yeah, and they are on top of the cabin. Yeah, Mako's <laughs> notorious for that. Like, yeah. Even the little ones are just like, yeah, no, nah. no, nah, just leave <laughs> them in the water, cut them off, yeah. let them go, take photos. I don't mind eating the little fellas, but um, yeah, it's, it's coming on board like uh, one of King Henry's wives, you know. So. <laughs> Definitely. You're right into that this morning, Victoria's models, King Henry's wives. I'm a bit worried about Steve this morning. He's so, bought his book of one-liners in, hasn't he? Yeah. So, Bradley, it was a bit bit funny there for a while, was it? Yeah, some of them couldn't get close enough to make the video. The other ones couldn't get far enough away from it. Yeah. There's, no, there's no middle ground there, though, was it, anyway? Oh, at least since prevailing, you wouldn't let them bring it on board. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was a good day out anyway, it was. So, yeah, they were all happy about it all. So, no problems there. Okay, that's good. Okay, have you got and me? Blakey, yes. The quote of the week there are so many flat up, flathead up here, Grant, even you can catch one at Christmas. <laughs> Bradley does know you well. He does. I thought you would have been fishing last night seeing you're on the swing. Yeah. No, no, I was sitting here panicking most of the night. <laughs> Three metres of mud, mate. You should have thrown out a couple of pots. Yeah, uh, he's off yeah. Patonga, yeah. yeah. You're off Patonga, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you get, get the flatties out the front of Patonga, come out the creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah no oh, problem. You, you get uh, blue swimmers there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, see, time. Kim wants to go over the side and see if you find one. Yeah. Okay. Brad, any spots left before Christmas? Yeah, got a couple of days, especially midweek. I thought I got a few opportunities there. People want to jump on board anyway, I do, so Okay. Yeah, anyway, I'd like to happy days. Um zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven or just on Facebook and Instagram can send us a message. Rene- Renegade Blue Water Charters. Bradley, thank you very much for Brad, the time. Before, before you go, though, uh, do you do uh, Christmas vouchers? Like if people want to go give the gift of a, a charter, can they get a voucher off you or anything like that? Yeah, certainly can. Yeah, they can do that. And, you know, yeah, we can make an arrangement to go on a share chart or whatever they like, you know what I mean? Happy days. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Thanks very much for your time this morning, Bradley. Thank you very much, okay. gentlemen. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye, Bradley from Renegade Blue Water Charters. We'll take a break and back with more of High Tide. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles said bail breaches will be criminalised for those detainees impacted by the decision. Before the High Court's decision, breaches were of visas could be met with ongoing detention, but that is no longer possible for detainees impacted. Person's guilty of a heinous crime. Oh, gosh, I'm with you. Look, look at the Barley Bombers, for argument's sake. Yes, they're not citizens of Australia. They shouldn't be incarcerated in Australia. They should go back to their own country. Talk tonight. The irony is that this person is now taking advantage of a high court decision mm-hmm. to roam Australia as a free individual. Mm-hmm. It really is, morally speaking, quite disturbing. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I certainly would sign a petition, but would it do any good, Gary? Well, it would join a lot of other countries who are now doing the same thing, getting oh, the okay. message to Israel that there needs to be a ceasefire. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. 
Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Leif. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product? Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone 1-800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Alan Blake, Steve Bowler in the studio. Kieran's on the sick list this morning. We've got Grant out at Pitwater on the swing. Grant, who's doing breakfast on the boat this morning? <laughs> That's me. That's you doing bacon and eggs, are I'm the skipper, the cook. Uh, bacon and eggs, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, only If I only had teeth, would be good. I'd be able to munch into those. I think it'll be wheat mix, though. You've got an inverter on the boat, haven't you? Yes, yes. Or you can have a neutral bullet to mush it all up for you. <laughs> Yuck. You're bacon and eggs in a neutral bullet. Oh, my God. I'll starve. I'll go for starve. How's that sound? Uh, hang on. You can eat those cherries all right, can't you? Oh, and aren't you in the good books with Miss Kim? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. She thinks you walk on water. She said, you are the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, they're a nice cherry, but, uh, the Reginas. Oh, she yeah. was sitting on, sitting on deck the whole day in the sun, just cherry after cherry. I thought, Cleopatra, you going okay there? <laughs> well, that's the idea for the girls. It's a chicken and champagne boat, and cherries comes in at the same sort of level. Yeah, she. And it's funny because... Uh, we were mucking around uh, just as we got out of the heads. It was, it was lively. There's no doubt about it. And I went forward to pull down the sails. And um, I always say, though, that was only supposed to be about two metres, but I reckon there was a couple of threes out there. Um, and I, I pulled down the sails and, and she was. I came back thinking, oh, she's going to hate this. Because I was looking at the waves coming towards the – we had a, the waves coming in uh, by the stern. <clears throat> and I looked. 
But I thought, oh, she's going to be absolutely hating him. She's got a big smile on her face, and I'm thinking, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, wait until she gets waves where you can't see the horizon. That's, that'll get her attention. <laughs> let's not go there just yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to the phones. We've got Roscoe online. Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Oh, good, mate. You've got a full house up there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so, Ross, uh, yesterday when you saw those uh, beautiful white caps out there and all the spray yep. getting uh, about and so forth, I bet you were thinking, oh, geez, I wish I had the big boat still. Like, you know, if I want to yeah. get wet now, I have to go and spray myself on the lawn with the hose. Exactly. Yeah, missing I'll it. I'll be honest with you, the thought of going out in the boat yesterday never ended my mind. <laughs> 41 <laughs> degrees and I had the, had the air con on and... I had to go out once. That was it, mm. and straight back into the into the hussy end of mate. It's definitely oppressive though. Yesterday, oh mate, it was more than oppressive. It was horrible. <laughs> What's oppressive mean? Horrible? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, hey Roscoe, you not. like this? We've got an email from one of our listeners. Dino yeah. from Watanabe up on the Central Coast. He said, I went fishing in Tuggera Lakes North Entrance the other morning in my little tinny. I got three nice flathead and two nice flounder at about two hours. He said, regards, Dino. Isn't that nice to hear? Yeah, excellent, mate. That's the same deal down here. Well, my gentleman um, yesterday got uh, a lot of whiting. Um, whiting, yes. Whiting, yeah. Um, and what he's saying here... Not a bad session off the scene today. The whiting have turned up in numbers and some good brig. Well, the brim are right, but so he's been at the lake, mate. So they're at the entrance of the lake. So if you want to feed, I'd say any of the beaches now would be a thing. Get yourself some good bloodworms and away you go. You'll catch some fish. Yeah. The whiting aren't bad, mate, irrespective of what that other bloke used to say about them. I enjoy them. Yeah, whiting are nice. So nothing better than buying some whiting fillets and just oh, a yeah. quick flash on the side, oh, each fantastic. side. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, they're good stuff. And uh, in his photo here, he's got two, four, six, eight of them. Yep. Flathead and two brim. So yeah. he's had a very good day, mate. Yeah, nice mixed uh, bag. The bi- biggest whiting went 39 centimetres. That's not a bad whiting in any way. Yeah, that's that, a good that whiting. Cheeky little elbow slapper there, yeah. Yeah, we used to call them coke bottles when mm-hmm. they got the right size. Yeah. About the size of a big coke bottle. Hmm. And uh, that was mainly down when I was down fishing old lower area, mate. But um, there's, there's been... Uh, a lot of that activity yesterday over at Minamara, a lot of guys stayed on on the Minamara side and um, they got some good fish through there. They've got whiting again, um, brim up against the, um, the the railway line and some woodrick further up the river. So Minamara looks like it's a spot to be when the weather goes south. Um, but today... Uh, what are we doing today, mate? How's it looking? It's looking good. It is? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Looking good. There's well, no problems. So 15 to 20 become a variable about 10 knots in the late afternoon. That's it. There you go. Dude, that's all right, isn't it? Yes, and the swell's yeah. dropping as well, so it's good. So, yeah, south, south, east. We won't be bad at all. You'll get fish anywhere along the front. 
um, of the Koyama down the Pichos down the bottom. Um, Minamara, if you've got kids, Minamara would be good today, but just watch that heat. You know, it's, it's very, very muddy up that river. So just, just keep keep going on that heat. What, what temperature have they got today? 110? No, no, no. It's back to reasonable numbers today. It's getting around oh, the yeah. 30s. Yeah. yeah, yesterday they didn't have enough noughts. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they didn't have enough Um But it was pretty ordinary here, mate, I'll be honest with you. I, I only got out of the house once and come straight back into it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the boys were still milking. I felt sorry for them. Yeah. I was sitting watching about the back window having a... Uh, a little, you know, tickle. Not a not allowed to have, you know. Yeah. You know, a little, little bit of whiskey, but um, yeah, and no, it was it was just oppressive, mate. It was terrible. Um, and being that little bit further inland than I used to be, I noticed it more. Yeah. Um, but so, hang on, it was only a couple of months ago you were complaining it was too cold. Yeah. yeah well, I, bought, I remember yeah, that time um, of wood. <laughs> <laughs> which which is which is worse for the atmosphere when we're burning wood or we've got the air conditioners running? Well, I actually, you know, funny you mentioned that, but I thought about that yesterday. I thought I must be polluting the atmosphere with this aircon going. Oh, don't you use that renewable energy? That's what they run cars on all the time. It's free. It's no problems at all. It's just everywhere renewable energy, isn't it? <laughs> all right, Steve. Very mm-hmm. good. I think I thought about that, and then I thought about all the wood I'd burn over the window. But I reckon you must be excited, uh, Mr. Blake, with the opportunity with those electric outboards that are slowly coming onto the market. You know, you just pull up to those uh, big wind farms and turbines off (laughs) off the coast and (laughs) just plug straight in. They're going to have a wharf alongside the wind farm so you can pull in with your boat and recharge. Plug in. Perfect. (laughs) I want to see what size batteries you're going to have on a 100,000 tonne. Um, tanker mm. or a bulk yeah. carrier yeah. to charge the batteries up to run those on. <laughs> yeah. that, That's a lot that of lithium. crossed my mind, actually. How are they going to go with these big... Look, big, Cam- uh, Campion uh, had, did have some boats running with... Uh, there's an e-fusion motor, 150, 185 horsepower electric outboards. Mm. So it had run for uh, a couple of hours on a charge, and then you pull up for three and a half hours to charge it, and you can go again. Yeah, <laughs> There's something wrong there, isn't there? Yeah, or, or have a uh, generator on board. So, yeah, diesel so, generator on board. <laughs> so, mm. now, now listen, listen. We got they're, they're digging all the ground up to make these batteries, aren't they? They yes. are. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, I look at it this way: it, if if you've got something, use up what there is before you start with it. Yeah, use up what you've you know got. What I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, that's the way I think, but yeah. I think wrong according to everyone. Oh, look, but, um, there was a, getting away from fishing for a sec, just on that. There was a good thing during the week, and it came out on news dot com yesterday as well. And uh, it was Barnaby Joyce, and I'm not really a Barnaby fan. Don't get me started on him. No, 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 oh. no. But I'm not really a fan. But he said the other day when he was talking with Tanya, Tanya Plebisic on one of the morning shows, when they're talking about the ban on um, uranium mining and, and mm. uh, nuclear power, he said, "Well, if it's so bad and it's so expensive that you can't do it, let the private sector decide." Hmm. Right, if they decide they can go and make them and, and have new, you know, small nuclear plants, 
um, you might be able to do it that way. Let the yep. let the market decide. And I see the Yanks and the Poms are starting to talk that way now too. Hmm. No, that, so what, it might be something to have a conversation about. Yeah, somebody obviously gave him that talking point. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of your country fellows. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. I'm not, no, I'm not. There, an answer just sprung to the front of my mouth, and I choked, you could it, choked it back straight away. You could like, no, this, this is a family-friendly show, and Barnaby Joyce, he's very fam- family-friendly. He's got two of them. Very so. <laughs> <Be> nice. <laughs> oh, mate. The phone's going to be ringing hot tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I I often wonder about all this stuff that go on with you know with this. Just let me go you know, fishing. Particularly, mm. particularly with with the problem with, that we got down at at uh, Eden. Yeah, they 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 were camped at the gate, and it was about minus three degrees, and they were cutting trees down to keep them warm. Yep, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, remember that. Yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. Unbelievable. But that—that's you know the same same sort of mindset, you know. It's like, oh, we don't want yeah. logging here, you know. We don't want uh, petrol cars here. We we just like uh, lithium mine over in Africa where that's we right. can't see it, and we want to see the timber come in from Borneo where we yeah. can't see the orangutans dead on the ground. Yeah, different yeah. atmosphere, like, different people. Just yeah, yeah just sort of uh, you know, nimbying taken to the nth degree. That sort of uh, mindset. You know. They're sitting around their campfire singing kumbaya. Yep. Feel, feeling good with the, the best Western privilege that they could possibly have. <laughs> okay. Roscoe, thank you very much for that. You have a great day. Yeah, we didn't get much done, but plenty of fish down there. If you want to come down all up and down the coast. Okay. Very, very good. Okay. All Thanks, right, Roscoe. Talk to you next day. week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Captain Roscoe down at Coma. We'll take a break and it's the High Tide the Super Network. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If all those people were just a little bit less greedy, how much better off would we be? Then from 9am, the king of talkback radio, John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. Right, oh, no. okay. I just thought I'd give you something to think about. Okay, well, it has. It's uh, got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them. Afternoons with Brent Bolsitude. What he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, look, I can't deliver on this promise. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. Happy? I know, I'm just saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SM has Sydney talking. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07 
For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Pal Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Pal Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Pal Kit Homes way, you go to Pal, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Pal on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Welcome back to High Tide. Steve Boll and Alan Blake in the studio and Grant online. You still there, Grant? I'm here. I'm yeah, here. Just making sure you're awake. That's right. I didn't want you to do a Kieran on us. I, I, I was just thinking for, for an electric sailboat, it wouldn't be too bad. You could replace the lead in the keel with just your cobalt battery. It would work fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you Put a dirty great be, fan on the I back wouldn't to be blow using the sails. I wouldn't be, be using a lithium battery and putting it underwater. That'd end in tears. No, no, I was, I, hey, you can just you can just take your insurance documents and tear them up if you've got lithium, can't you? Well, mm. you can. Everyone can remember at high school. Well, I can anyway. Playing with a, a beaker full of water, and they put a very, very minute amount of lithium in there and watch it fizz and carry on top. And there's too much, the beaker breaks. So you can imagine yeah. what happens with a lithium battery when it gets a bit of water on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Um, I've got AMGs, and I'm I'm happy with that. Okay. Now, Steve Viola wanted to know if you're a fan of Barnaby Joyce. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Sorry, was that the wrong answer? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Look, I, I think, I, I personally think it's always great to have um, alternate views in politics. You know, some, like... Even some of the, I don't want to mention names, but some of the ones that have been a little bit out there with their thought processes, I think somewhere along the line is the medium of what both people think. So you mm. need to have those that are conservative. No, you're right. Those dead dead right. Best views money can buy. And, yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> that being said, I don't hear. Let's go to Bobby Dean. <laughs> Bobby Dean. Morning, Bobby. Oh, how you going, boys? Good to share. Barnaby. I love I love the caricature of. Um, uh, the rang is please explain. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Of Barnaby, yeah, and beetroot. Yeah, uh, and and for Roscoe, mate, he's doing a responsible thing by burning timber. It is a renewable energy. That's right. 
All right. Well, like, look at it 40 or 50 years ago when they went to plastic bags because mm-hmm. we're cutting down all the trees. You can't do that. So now we've gone the opposite way. Yeah, we, didn't, we don't have uh, micro paper bags floating around the ocean, that's for no. sure. And well, they know, never used to charge for the paper bags, mm-hmm. did they? Yes, that's, but that's all the sense you get out of these. This is the problem of being a greenie and not, and not being an environmentalist, mate. No, I think it's any time you get government involved in something to make regulations. Oh, yes. People make money out yep. of it. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a vacuum chamber problem there, mate. Yeah, like Dennis Donaldson has in a, a letter, too, about the Boating Now program. And mm. he's right. You know, there's all this money that was allocated for boating. And Duncan Gay did a great job years ago when he made it roads and maritime because you do two separate things. Now they've dropped the maritime out of it. The maritime's been swallowed up into transport for New South Wales. And the hypothecated fund of a couple of hundred million dollars they had to run the maritime, that's just gone to the general revenue. And now they say, yep. oh, sorry, you've got a $17 million deficit. We haven't got any money to do anything for the maritime now. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, they Rip off maritime now. That's right. Going Grant, what was that? I mean, you talk about I'm just Googling. Mate. How many boats are you moving now? One of my mates picked one up on Thursday, a little 4.29 Rampage SE. Yeah, that's good. Good boat. Yeah, Great good boat. boat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've got oh, a few going out the door. But we've got yeah, more there. Got... There's no problems. Yeah, well, you said Lee, Lee said there was four or five going out last Thursday. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a struggling small businessman, you know, like the, it's capacity that there should have been, you know, twice that number. Eight. Poor, <laughs> poor bloody Blake, devil. Blake is not struggling. Lee is. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, Lee's, do, Lee's, doing, Lee's doing now what I was doing 25 years ago. It's good fun. Yeah, <laughs> Watch yeah, him go with please. it. Anyway, how about we talk about some fishing? Yes, please. Yeah, why not? Yeah, mate, the freshwater scene is uh, really good. The, the creeks and that should be up pretty nice up around your way now, Steve. Yeah, well, we could definitely use a bit more rain, mate. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we're in that sort of green drought phase where everything's beautiful and green and looking lush, but uh, the water level's real low on those uh, creeks again. Very, very quickly it went down. Uh, yeah, and these wind, windy uh, days are not helping because it's just, you know, soaking up so much of, of the available moisture, these hot, windy days. Uh, not to mention that, you know, every time we get a hot, windy day, you know, everybody's looking very, very anxious at, uh, you know, what hasn't burnt and, uh, you know, what could possibly go next. And then you get those lightning storms like we, we had all the way down uh, yesterday, and uh, it's concerning. Like, I get to the point where it's like, you know, it's pretty to watch, but Every time you see that lightning hit the ground, you're like, oh, no. It's... Yeah, 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 try storms. Mm. But uh, yeah, anyway, but, fishing, uh, yes. On the freshwater front, it's been pretty much across the board. It's been pretty good, you know. Only from Cooper Dam down through, you know, uh, Burrandong, Wyangler, Oberon, and there's a few other dams in between. All seem to be producing. Mm-hmm. And then you go down the snowies, and they're they're much the same. So, it, yeah, still a lot of brown trout coming out of you can be and ginger So hopefully, I can slip down there during the week before all of the schools get out on holidays. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Actually, yeah, I used to fish weekends because that's all I could do. Now I do anything but fish weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, enough, you know, it's enough crazies on the water. 
Yeah, no. It's uh, it's surprising the difference between a uh, midweek fish and a uh, weekend fish. You know, even on on the harbour, you know, like you go out midweek, uh, you got the choice of spots just about to yourself. Yeah, you know, like, but uh, that all changes over the next uh, few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like when I was a young fella growing up, my fa- Christmas time, and our big family was more like you know, the Western Front. Hmm. So I have to go fishing instead, and yeah. mate, you'd have a place to yourself. Yeah, but uh, look, that's that's a good thing, you know. Look, and uh, yeah, with Blake's Marine getting more people into boating and fishing and so forth, that's the future of uh, the sport, and that's uh, securing the the you know future of our cultural pursuits. So uh, I'm I'm all for it. Like, I'd I'd love everybody to have a uh, cheeky little stacer under the Christmas tree. So would I. Yeah, mm. I don't. I don't even need mine wrapped. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, no. Look, to be honest, you know, and for those first uh, boat buyers, mm-hmm. yeah, um, get, get, not, like, get that, on a boat with somebody else. Yes, especially heading offshore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, I went out of Sydney. One of my mates, Wayne, actually, who picked up that little space the other day. Yeah, and. There was a southerly coming. He said, what's it like? I said, well, hang around. Yeah. And an old Quintrax fish master. And he'd come through 25 to 30. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing is with that too, you don't let the sea dictate to the boat. You dictate to the sea. That's right. You know, it's a plating hole, not a, it's not a displacement. Yeah. Um, you, know, it's, uh, you don't drive like crazy, but just get it up. Just enough to you hold it up. Yeah. You're working between which waves you're going to go in front of or behind, yes. right off the back. Or... Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's where fishing clubs come in handy and charter boats and different companies that'll teach you what goes on. Mm. And this is why we give uh, tuition with all the boats too when someone's buying a boat. Show them how to launch, retrieve, drive it and what goes on. Yeah, but, you know. It's a bit of a shame, uh, that, really, because... Uh, one of the yeah. most dangerous things, you, you can come in, so in a bar in the wildest of conditions, the condition's only half that bad going out can yep. be fatal. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, no, the the launching and retrieving is part, my favourite part of the school holidays. You know, what, what quite, you? Oh, yeah, go down to the boat ramp with a deck chair and just, uh, man, I love people watching. People watching is one of my favourite things. When I go to America, I love Walmart for the people watching. I love going to gun shows for the people watching. Boat ramps, if you want to watch people, oh, fantastic. Browwaters Waters Marine. Oh, yeah. Do you got the restaurant there? Sit up in the veranda and watch them launch and retrieve your boats. Oh, it doesn't yeah. get much better. Sensational. Just eat, eating <laughs> some oysters. And uh, watching watching uh, marriages fall apart. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. What's the dumbest thing you've done uh, launching a boat up and leaving the bungs out? Which we've Everyone does. Everyone has done the, the bung thing or is oh, going I, I to. Did, I did forget to take a, um, one rear strap off a boat once. That yep. was interesting trying to yep. get it off. Well, I <laughs> didn't want to yeah, come off. <laughs> I've done that one too. Yeah, that I've uh, I've done the uh, the old uh, fuel bowser in the rod holder trick. Oh no, I haven't yep. done that one. Yeah, no, no. No. And, yeah, just just stupidity. You know, just sort of so excited about going fishing, and you you just rock up to the servo and you take the fuel cap off, and um, yeah. Next thing you know, it's like, Jesus, pretty smelly fuel. <laughs> and the and thing you've got to watch out for what that does is if there's foam in the bottom of the boat, it normally it, melts it all melts the foam. It. Yep. Yep. Not to mention it's dangerous. Yeah. 
But, okay, Bobby, where else can we get a fish? Mate, any of the local rivers. Okay. You've know, you got northern east today, like the harbour. People don't realise Rose Bay is a great fishing spot. Yes, 100%. You get the water, or if you go down to the southern end, you've got all that sand area, and there's a cracking whitey in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah be- beautiful whiting, some cheeky flathead, uh, quite a few broom in there as well. So and There's a lot of nice tailor in the harbour. Oh, yes. There's some real nice tailor in there. No, I've been, been uh, following a few Facebook groups, and, um, yeah, that's an interesting way to, to get an idea of what's about, you know, and uh, following some of those Facebook groups. And, uh, yeah, there's been some cracking tailor coming out of the harbour. You know, like there's that, that sort of run of school tailors, and then there's some absolute monster greenbacks uh, in amongst them, you know. Just... Yeah, well, botany's much the same. You yes. know, you got them seven or eight-inch models. Then you get up to the 30s. Just overs, and then there's the forties and over. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. No worries, Bobby. We're going to go. We're going for a fish this week. Uh, hopefully, down to the side of the snowies or over on one of the two. Okay. Look forward to catching up next week. Well, do mate. I'll, I'll go to over and I'll drop you in the feed if I do alright. Okay. Much appreciated. Thanks, Bobby. Cheers, mate. Okay. Bye. Bobby Dean. He gets around. And has a good fish. We'll be back with more of High Tide after the news. Uh, talking to Laurie McAnally.